Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I'm John, the executive producer here, and I just want to let you know that uh, we appreciate you watching, and all of those of you that support us financially and just by having a good time here and chat with us. Uh, particularly, we want to thank our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, which are Rowan Parker, Drevian Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L. Thank you all very much for your support over the years. It's meant a lot to all of us. We appreciate it. And now I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to uh, Stardust RPG on Trails of Stardust. I am William, and I am your game master for the science fantasy RPG campaign. Joining me today, we have Jeremy. Hello, uh, I am Jeremy. I am playing Mosesi um, Kendall, uh, a third child of uh, Eladrin Warlock. Um, and I have it on good authority that if you type Google into Google, you can break the internet. So please, no one try it, even for a joke. <laughs> Googling Hang Google on a second. Right I got to go do something real quick. <laughs> hey, guys, my connection isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, did you get the episode title from the... Yes. Okay, cool. No, I went live with nothing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know. I told you I sent uh, the tweet out. If you retweeted it, you would have seen it. Yeah, well, kind of busy. I'm doing three things at once. Anyway, Craig. Hi. I'll be playing bees, a swarm of nocturne and torch bees that collectively form a swarm keeper ranger. And Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Nistel the Envarn Rogue. And Jack. Hey everybody, I'm Jack. I'm playing Till Wayland, an avian monk of the Iron Path, who is the other half of the birds and the bees hmm, today. Hmm. Uh, and John? I'm John, and I'm playing <clears throat> Coltarn, the orc artificer slash gadgeteer, and neither half of the birds and the bees. And Cody. I'm Cody. I'm playing Varush Alrul, the Loxodon Voidkeeper, here to make sure that nobody messes with bees. <laughs> Still waiting for that nod. Cause, yep, because they'll fuck you up. <laughs> oh, Varush did nod. Varush nodded at the uh, intellect devourers. Yep. Fucked him up. Yep, fucked him up. He's eat, currently we're, eating one. Yeah. So you no longer need to wait for the nod. The nod has been done. We're done. We're done with the nod now. <laughs> as if you assume that that doesn't mean that any time Varush nods, bees will take it as a tax signal. Look, I can dream, can't I? We're a team player. No, we can pray. <laughs> Is what. <laughs> but when last we left off, the group had finally arrived upon the world of Savarnas. Uh, being given clearance to dock through the large cloud of atmospheric debris that exists to create the primary hazard surrounding the planet. <clears throat> uh, the group managed to touch down at what looked like it was once a military parade ground that has been largely cleared to allow for the landing of starships. 
um, and descending down the boarding down down the primary ramp, the group puts feet on solid ground for the first time. Well, on solid planetary ground for the first time since having left Nocturna. You are greeted by a world that seems perpetually overcast, likely due to the nature of the massive cloud of debris in orbit causing a certain level of filtration of light. The, there aren't any clouds in the sky, but you can just see gray overhead. And as you step down, you're greeted by an entourage of individuals dressed in a unique combination of old-styled garments and advanced-looking armor. <clears throat> dressed in shapes, almost ceramic-looking armor plates about the shoulders and these three three-eyed uh, helmets that seem to have some variety of telescopic or night vision capability, all armed with a variety of effective-looking assault rifles, uh, but otherwise dressed in ancient-looking military fatigues. At least stylistically. They look like they've been well-maintained and are recently created, but ancient styles. Um, a squad of about a dozen of these individuals all standing at parade rest uh, and at the head of these soldiers stand two individuals, uh, both of whom are appear to be human. Uh, one is a middle-aged-looking uh, male, presenting masculine individual with long, sort of dark black hair that's starting to go gray at the corners and a little bit of pepper, single loose strand on one side and an eye patch over his right eye. Uh, dressed in formal robes for the planet uh, with a what looks to be ceremonial sword on his side, but you don't have enough of a clue to guess at the actual effectiveness of it. And the other is a man, much younger appearing, hair raven black, uh, almost ashen pale skin, with a very military, military officer uniform as opposed to the formal robes of the other individual. Uh, with a definitely not-just-for-show sword at his side uh, as the two of them stand and wait for your delegation to step down the ramp. If I may ask very quickly, what time of, of day is it planet side? Nigh impossible to tell because of the okay. perpetual overcast. I mean, but I mean, we can tell if there, if, if I understand we can't see the sun, but can we tell if it is daytime? Yeah, it just... is definitely daytime. You could, you could tell that there's a okay. day and night, and okay. that's about it. It's kind okay. of like Nocturna. Not you can't even tell the difference between day and night on yeah, Nocturna. Yeah, no Nocturna is just That's night all the kind time, of, right? Kind of like not. Yeah. Okay, thanks. So, uh, Till's going to do an immediate scan for potential peril in the environment in the vicinity. Hmm? I mean, roll perception. Okay, I'm just going to head down the ramp. Yeah, sixteen. Hmm? Aside from the squad of soldiers with guns, there doesn't seem mm -hmm. to be any threat. The squad okay. of soldiers with guns is at parade rest, though, so they don't seem to be threatening you. Okay. Till you said we were going to see more suns. 
Eventually, probably, yes. Mm. I don't see a sun here. Nope. Keep an eye out for danger, please. Watch your perimeter. Can you do that for me, bees? We're going to need your help here. Hmm? Okay. Uh, can I make a perception check? Sure. Uh, 19. As you sort of look around with all of your senses, there's an air of tension that you're picking up from the soldiers around. And it's not aimed at you. You're not seeing anything in particular, but the soldiers feel like they're waiting for something to happen. Okay. Hey, Till. Yes, please. You know that feeling before there's one of those thunderstorms that we used to get on Nocturna? You know, the kind that would light large parts of the swamp on fire? Sure. And everything would be waiting for it, and they'd kind of go to ground? Hide under the ferns, that sort of thing? Yeah, kind of like that. Or things that would eat things in the ferns would be ready to go and eat things in the ferns and it feels like that here also definitely no sun all right so we should probably be ready as well wouldn't you say i guess so or we could leave and find a sun well we have a job to do here first but no. okay. we'll definitely make that a priority as soon as we can okay We'll keep an eye on the guards or whatever they might be looking for. Are we close All to any right. of the guards? Uh, you're like 60 feet away from them. Okay. Make, so. make, sure, make sure to not engage them directly. We don't want to make anybody nervous do anything they would regret. Hmm? Okay, says the clanking, shambling, web-encased <clears throat> bit of armor that is lurching in their direction. Make sure you well. watch from a distance. Give them plenty of space. Hmm? Meanwhile, Kendall, Kendall is obliviously walking down the ramp, just saying hi to all to 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 the the guards. Just walk straight down. Um, hi, hello, hi. I'm heading towards Adano since I was the one that had spoken with him on the on the the call previously. Mm. General Adano. Yeah, the, the the middle the middle aged gentleman nods. It's a pleasure to meet all of you. My Indeed. name is Lord, as, as your friend has implied, my name is Lord General Revuel Odano, and this is my compatriot in rebuilding this planet's government, he says, indicating to the younger-looking man, Lord General Marcus Soland. And your honor guard, he says, gesturing towards the soldiers. Something like that, he says, looking over at Marcus. The... Young General is rather more concerned with security, and to his credit, but it wouldn't do to meet complete strangers without some form of armed escort, as he says, the, the younger one. And of course, there are still other threats on this world that need be watched out for. In, in fact, the reason you're even here. Indeed. So, if it would be amenable to making you more at ease. Shall we discuss that information? 
Indeed. I think it would be best if, and as he is cut off by something, I want everyone to roll me a perception check. Hey. Perception. That's much better. <laughs> 30. Hmm? Also a 19. 21. 14. Question. Yes. Could I argue for smell to be a factor in this? Certainly. Awesome. I get to roll with advantage. <laughs> Splendid ten. <laughs> there you Let's go. <clears throat> in the in this this game in particular, advantage only seems to make you roll double it, low. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You are I more screwed if you have advantage than if you don't. I got a seven. So till Kendall and bees. Bees mostly because you were already looking for it. The uh, the three of you, as this conversation is starting to happen, you start to sense something wrong. And so you're not completely surprised when you hear a pair of bellowing roars. Just these just echo out from the distance in, in, in environment. And the three of you are immediately prepared and not surprised when a pair of hulking, ogre-sized figures leap out from behind the cover of the ship, having apparently managed to sneak up using the ship as cover. Our ship? Yeah, yes, your ship. ship. Mm -hmm. Uh, And land basically in the middle of the group, and I'm going to have to put together a very quick battlefield. Oh, a welcome party. Two of them. Let's talk about those demons. Oh, look, here they are. (laughs) Exhibits A and B. Little literal phrase of speak of the devils. (laughs) And they shall appear. I've been looking for this is more of a roadside. This is more of a roadside battle map, but it'll do the job. I need to get everybody put down. Hold on. Phrasing. Bar. Ill. I'm hey. seeing nothing but darkness. Okay, he's getting it set up. Give him a chance. Or maybe that's just what it looks like. Yes. Oh, God, I'm <laughs> blind. My darkness is that... gone. Yay, I'll get to shoot Kendall again. <laughs> <laughs> It will okay, once again you, be an accident. What are you going to do in the fight? Hey, now, I've never accidentally shot Kendall out of combat. <laughs> no, yeah. Till has, has excellent trigger <laughs> discipline. Does everybody else see the... Is that a fridge over over your... Uh, I, I thing, see a John? fridge over... Yeah. That's your oh, card, that's, by that's, the way. That's, that's, that's your quest, quest card. card. That's the quest card. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering hey. what that was. I was like, it's either a file cabinet or it's a fridge. Either way, I don't know why it's there. All right, Indy. All right, Indy, climb inside. (laughs) We'll keep getting out of this. That never happened. What are you talking about? It was the best part of the movie when Indiana Jones got blown away by a nuclear blast. Everything else was just, you know, the dying fantasies of his mind. (laughs) Indiana Jones and the incident in Owl Creek. <laughs> like the movie ended there. I don't know what you're talking about. 
and he had a very long hallucination and died. That's what that's what radiation does to you. You have that's what it seems like a very long hallucination, and you die. I I I have it. I thought I had it on good authority that uh, live streaming podcast audiences loved Ambrose Pierce references. <laughs> I have these as enemy tokens because they were when I previously used them, but ignore the fact that the that the that the uh, the, the nocturne soldiers are outlined in red. No, I'm gonna kill them now. Yep, yep, yep. forget well, it. Oh. is nodding. <laughs> <laughs> and bees away. Oh look, there are enemies. No we're not enemies. Just annihilate them. Sorry, the, the the red line made it seem like you were a bad guy. <laughs> So does the armor and weapons. The actual enemies. Right here. Guns to shoot the demons. We didn't know. Oh, big boys. So our ship is the forest. Yeah, well, for now it'll work like that. Yeah, yeah. legit. That's that's my favorite Octavia Butler novel. <laughs> my ship is the forest. Sounds like a culture ship, really. Pull this character out here just so I have the. Sheet ready. Delete that token because I don't need it. I feel like we should be closer since we are talking to them. <laughs> yeah, so arrange arrange yourself somewhere in the span of the road. Oh, did say we were 60 feet away. Although I guess, yeah, I guess we've gotten we're... closer unless that was a really <laughs> loud yeah, conversation. Hey! <laughs> nice to meet you! I mean, that, that does seem appropriate for Kendall still, but... Like, okay. Um... I'm bring the turn order up so everyone can roll initiative. I would be here by till. I mean, we already rolled initiative. And Mistle. Mistel, yeah, are you riding on anybody? Or are you? Uh, I, um, yeah, I didn't see anything, but I was picturing her riding on B's armor. Okay. So, yeah, there's, there's like, I would say almost perpetually now, uh, a, a, a small hammock or sort of like lounge chair made of made of web that is now attached to the shoulder for Mistel. Sticky or non-sticky oh. web? <laughs> non-sticky, unless B's is feeling particularly codependent that day. Um. <laughs> So on, on this map, where's the end of the ramp? Because that's uh, just for ease of access. We'll just say at the edge of the road, right down the road, like like on this edge. Okay, so hang on, I'll I'll draw I'll draw a thing. He was one hundred percent just like doody 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 doody. <laughs> so we'll say are we rolling? We'll say, we'll say that's the ramp. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I got yes, a two. You sure did. Well then. I didn't do well either. 
But it did better than a two. <laughs> I thought I rolled mine. I guess I didn't. Mm, or did you roll it and not select your token? No, my because my token was still selected. I don't see. Yeah, no, I don't think you rolled it. Yep. Mm. Mm, there we go. Not good. Better than mine. I'm going last. Last next round, unfortunately, right? Yes, I'm going last after a f after two whole rounds. Because he wasn't surprised. surprised. <laughs> and rolled a one. Yeah. He wasn't surprised. They apparently just don't care all that much. <laughs> Told you, stuff hiding under ferns. Gonna get it. <laughs> no sun. I'm going back to the ship. <laughs> There's no sun on the ship either, bees. Yeah, yeah. Well, I expect this fight stuff. to be over by the time it gets around to my turn. Like one way I don't know about that. I was going to say, we have no idea how many hit points these things John, are. you remember the chickens? <laughs> yeah, I remember the chickens. Oh, my. I remember the chickens. Or the badgers. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Varush is surprised. Yep. Till is not, so Till, you get to go. All right. Mm -hmm. Till's going to move to here. Till's going to shoot this lower Dregloff. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah, the being keyed up and on edge, it's almost second nature. He just leaps in front of Kendall, one arm out to sort of start shoving her up the ramp, and the gun is out to try and shoot this thing. Mm -hmm. 27 to hit him. Uh, that'll hit him, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, six ballistic damage, and we're going to go... We're going to try to st uh, spend a key point for a stunning shot. All right. On that. So that he will need is... to make a, a con save against... That's a 14. Uh, it's a 15. <laughs> he is stunned. Excellent. <clears throat> um, he'll yell for bees. Bees, take the one on the other side. Um, okay. And <clears throat> uh, let's see. He'll take his second shot to the one. Uh, to the same one. He's just going to keep pumping rounds into that. 18 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. You also have Brit. advantage on him because he's stunned. Oh, hey. Let's try that one more time then. Boop. Yep. Okay. So, six. Um, another six ballistic. God, I'm kind of rolling like shit. Uh, and then he'll burn one more key point for Flurry of Blows so that he can shoot him twice more. Hmm. 24 and 27, which I assume both hit. Both hit. 10 and 10. That's better. That's better. That's much better. That's what we like to see. So yeah, just four rounds. Um, made a nicer looking ramp. Yeah. Nicely dead. Yep. So, uh, I'm assuming that's your turn. Yes. So that first uh, big yep. is stunned. It does not get to do anything. And it just sort of reels from the from the onslaught of bullets that were precisely aimed. The second one, however, is not. 
Yeah. Uh, and is going to. It's going to start off with the big gun. Why not? As its eyes sort of, its eyes have been, as you look at it, they're both their eyes are these sort of like glowing red pits. But oh, the one, no. the one on the north side, the its eyes sort of flash a rainbow spectrum of colors and this sort of aura of mist of mind affecting magic bursts out from it as it casts confusion. Oh dear. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Everybody within ten feet of me. Oh, each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere sits on a point that it chooses, so it's going to choose right here. So it will catch all of the party. And everyone but uh, Kindle and Till will get a bonus to their saving throw. Yeah. So everyone needs to make a wisdom saving throw. No, you get a plus boy. four if you're within 10 feet of me. Okay. Is it okay if everyone I... but Kendall and Till is. Yeah. Just roll and then treat it as a plus four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You said wisdom? Yes, wisdom save. Well, you're the only reason I have. Thank God, Kendall. Woof. No. You don't want Kendall to not be confused. Well, hmm. Confused, she might run away or just stay in one place and not attract attention. Mine's a 13. Mm -hmm. I got a 21. Still not great. I just rolled wisdom. Hold on. Oh, it's a. Where's my saving throws? Uh, I think it's going to be the same for you. Yeah, I don't think. Is it have. the same? Okay. You proficient in wisdom saves. You and I are in the same boat. <laughs> so you roll well, eight. I'm screwed. Well, you, I mean, you have an eight. Two, so. three, four, five, six. That's all of you. One, two, three, four, five, six. I think Tolbar can be. Can Tolbar be confused? Um, I don't think so. Let me check. He's a construct, so... Man, I'm definitely not I don't think there's anything preventing... Uh, he is immune to being charmed, exhausted, or poisoned. I don't know if confusion is a charmed effect or not. Nope. Uh, yeah, not so. No. I think... Yeah. Let me look it up real quick. No, it's it's definitely not. It's I think Because I, I think you can confuse Modrons. Yeah, it does. It does still need to make the save. Okay. Do, 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 do. Oh no, they have axiomatic mind. Never mind. But I mean, other constructs I think can be confused. Yeah, and I don't think Tolbar has anything else. Uh, Tolbar can't be surprised though, so there's that. So even though I don't get to act on my turn, he will. Yep. <laughs> you got that going for him. Yeah. Assuming he's not confused and just stays there. I mean, assuming he's not just confused and murders me, or that um, isn't isn't his orcish name Skynet? <laughs> no. So yeah, um, the only person who fails is Mistle. Okay. Oh, yay! Oh, okay. <laughs> Boy, whoever she's riding on isn't. Oh. <laughs> bees uh it's also it's going to close distance it's gonna get right up in okay um i am uh aren't we still on surprise rounds yeah uh bees one of the ones who noticed and thus is not surprised yeah bees, bees right. at least made it 
Um, I should know this playing a ranger, but I don't remember. Do I have to cast Hunter's Mark before I strike, or can I? Can I? Cast uh, you have it to cast Hunter. Yeah, put Hunter's Mark on before you attack. Yeah. Okay. All right. So bonus <laughs> act, bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark. Uh, it's rolling for me anyway. Um, so I hope I hit with that roll. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to make a uh, rapier attack. I mean, it's a bees attack, but you know what I mean. Uh, a nine, probably not going to do it. A nine misses. <laughs> um, and I'm going to make another one of those. Come on, natural one. Oh, oh I rolled a two and a one. Yeah, I did. Uh, and I assume I can't use inspiration on a... Oh, I don't have any anyway. <laughs> I <laughs> guess I'm done. Um... <laughs> Uh, Mistle, you would do your confusion thing, but you're not acting anyway because you're surprised. I think you uh, missed because I haven't nodded yet. <laughs> yeah, that's probably so. <laughs> uh, let's see if Marcus is surprised. All, 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 all kidding aside, I do think it's hilarious that you think Bees has the combat discipline not to attack yeah. something that's attacking him if he hasn't been yeah. told or if they <laughs> haven't been told to. Right. Marcus is not surprised, so he does get to act. So he's going to... Hey, don't muscle in on our on our audition. <laughs> I feel like if you're the one conducting the audition, you're allowed to also participate in the audition if you want. Twenty-five, thirty. He's gonna just use his. Uh, he's gonna use the assault rifle that he's got on his hip, which is gonna be. I'm gonna keep the short bow because it's the same damage die. On Since you're on your resume, good team player. Let's see. Six ballistic <laughs> damage. Let's see. As Marcus sort of sees the situation, runs forward, swinging around the the assault rifle on the bandolier on his hip, and just fires it into one of the Dragloths. Uh, soldiers are surprised; they're not going right now. <laughs> Kendall is surprised. Let's see if. No, I'm not. Oh, all right. You know, you're not. That's right. You are one of the ones that did that did roll. So, so Kendall, your turn. Um. They had one job to be on the lookout. Up the ramp. Up the ramp, Miss Fairchild, please. I mean, you already did your thing. You don't get to talk. You didn't say anything yet. <laughs> now your turn. Now your turn. Oh, oh, shut up. On your turn, and you chose not to. <laughs> I did say I was ushering you up the ramp, though. You did so. say you were pushing, and she's pushing back. <laughs> um... God, I love their dynamic. Real. It's so good. So, uh, uh, Kendall is going to, um... Kendall has one more hit point than Tolbar does right now. Kendall's fine. (laughs) What's Kendall's AC? Um, yeah, so, anyways, um, (laughs) Kendall is going to... Look, pets aren't great. Tolbar's not that good. (laughs) She will yeah, yeah, let's 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 start with this. Um so this one here that's right in the middle of everybody, he could just make everything in front of her scared and run away, but let's not do that because there are people. So dissonant whispers. Didn't study before. <laughs> no, that was dissonant whispers. I know. I, it was. I'm it was also lie. super on purpose. I'm not gonna lie. I was tempted to use it, 
against the person who's stunned, just like I tried to use it against the person who was held. Yeah. But yeah. Priorities at the moment. No. So legitimately one of my favorite moments in this campaign. So wisdom say versus 14. Big needs to make a wisdom save. It's not good at those. That's a 13. You rolled really well. Only a 13. So that is 10 psychic damage. And it must immediately use its reaction to move its as far as its speed allows away from me and right into opportunity attacks. Yep. So 30 feet directly away from you. 5, 10, 15. 20, 25, 30 for an attack opportunity from Tolbar and Bees because they're the ones who are not surprised. And from you, actually, because you were, you were standing next to it when you... Yep. Take it. <laughs> um, technically, uh, Tolbar and Kindle would give each other advantage. Because you could draw a line through the monster between the two of them at the time. It, Tolbar would give Kendall advantage, but it wouldn't trigger an attack opportunity from Tolbar until it left his reach, at which point it would no longer be... Fair. So Kendall gets advantage. Tolbar just rolls a natural 20. It just rolls a natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn. <laughs> I mean, also rolled a 2 and a 1, but on the damage dice for uh, a grand total of 6 force damage. Three advantage or- do, 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 do. Yes, public. Yes, advantage. And I rolled a sixteen for that, six. Actually, that hits. Minus six. Has Kendall used her energy knife before? Yes. Okay. Once. All right. Back exactly on once. back on Swamp Planet. Okay. Right before uh, I got knocked unconscious. He's <laughs> also gets a tag of opportunity, Craig. Oh, yeah. Um, I just did so poorly on my round, I forgot I wasn't stunned. I... Um... <laughs> Why do I just picture... N- now 24. Yeah. There you, you go. You, you still have Hunter's Mark on it, so... Oh, hey, okay, cool. So that goes off as well, and then I rolled a 6 earlier, so 12 points of damage. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll, as, I'll let as, you use that earlier roll. <laughs> as I, Well, I mean, I, I can roll it again. Don't worry about it, I'm, I'm good with it. <laughs> okay, um... So I, I I think sort of as it pulls back and pulls away, some of the bees just go with it. Man, we mm. we rolled Continuing nothing but six damage on that. That's six 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 right there. Yep, yeah, baby. Well, they are the devils. And then I am Demons, going to use whatever. my bonus action, um, to face step, um, with myself and assuming Till is willing. Uh, to go over here. God damn it. <laughs> Actually, let's go right there. And then Till can be right next to me. Assuming Till is willing to go. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> She's going to teleport off and I have, it's, it's toss of a coin, whether or not she would go in a more or less safe direction. And that's not a risk he's willing to take. But look, she could have stepped forward and teleported with B. So she's being responsible. She is. Please, please tell me that Barely. as the portal opens, Kendall goes, get in, loser. We're going stabbing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
is, he did now. <laughs> and is the cause fear the verbal component just you yelling, excuse me, as they rush past? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's boo, you whore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All of that. Every bit of it. <laughs> Not your turn. That is my turn, yes. I could probably Wondrous. run to move too, but yeah, I'm good. Uh, let's see if... Uh... No, by all means, run move. He's stunned. He won't get an attack of opportunity on you and you'll get some distance from him. Please run well, move. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Like, okay, I put you here. Now I'm going to go chase the other one and then run <laughs> off. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if Adano is is able to move. Probably not because he does not have perception proficiency. Nope, he's surprised. You know, I thought I thought Kendall did a really great job in that uh, in, in that fight, but why were they yelling something about Glenn Coco? <laughs> as it as it turns out, having one eye is not is not exceptionally conducive to a high perception score. Not generally. Coltarn, you're you're surprised. Tolbar is not. So Tolbar is not, do? and because I'm incapacitated technically by being surprised, Tolbar can act on his own. Uh, so Tolbar, without a stamp collection, uh, <laughs> recites poetry. No, um, five, <laughs> ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, giving flanking to both Kendall and Till, and taking it for himself. Advantage. So yeah, Tolbar looks around, and he hasn't drawn out his weapon. You, you, you all have noticed that since the transformation, he's sort of like changed. It. He's he's actually like decided to dress himself as opposed to what he was previously, which was mostly just sort of wearing utility gear. Um, and so he's now got this this long coat and scarf that came from nowhere, and uh, also as, as he sort of pre the previously he was using like sort of a like a, like a very hastily made together buzzsaw axe. Now this being his first chance to show off, he uh, he sort of holds a hand out as he begins to move, and you watch as a rapid fabrication unit just manufactures a great sword made out of scrap materials into his hand as he moves over grips it with both hands and swing away <laughs> was that a signs reference Fuck For yes, 11 force damage <laughs> oh. <laughs> there is just a sort of like mystical impact sound as the sword <laughs> breaks across it. It doesn't seem like it's actually a physical sword. It just looks like it's made out of scrap metal. And then, surprise round over. Varush, you're up. All right. Tail your uh, own deck. See okay. how everybody's running down that way. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we think alike. You and yep. I. <laughs> uh, and as I'm running at it, um, is it fairly obvious, like, obviously demon looking? Oh, definitely. All right. Guess who's getting a compelled duel? <laughs> Yay. It's currently being compelled to run away, and you're compelling it to stay, to, to stay here. Well, mostly yeah. so that it only attacks me. Uh, That's and a then, 15. What's your DC? 15? Uh, not, yeah, it's 15. 
So it saves. Um, it had to roll a 16. It does not have a wisdom mod. <laughs> all right. Yep. Um, main action, both hands. Uh, heavy blade is out. Uh, so first attack. Sure, okay, not an advantage. 20. 20 hits. For 8 points of slashing damage. Second attack. Point out that if you want to use a Divine Smite, it is a fiend, so you do get the extra free die. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to. Uh, so that would be uh, an extra 9 points radiant damage. So just a first level slot. Uh, and then a 13 for the second strike. 13 will miss. Mm, bummer. Um, I have one more. Uh, or five more feet. I'm just going to scoot over to this side to give the stormtroopers a clear line of sight. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to roll one more D8 on that because it's a fiend. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh I hope they're not stormtroopers. They won't be. I really hit. hope. Yeah. Uh, so another four. <laughs> so that's twenty-one points of damage. Uh, Thirteen of which. No, they're Shinra troopers. They're very accurate. They just don't do a whole lot of damage. You know, they said the same thing about stormtroopers, <laughs> right? Before we saw them shoot. Only Imperial stormtroopers use this kind of precision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, to be clear, they just said. They're only this accurate. Only Bureau Stormtroopers are this accurate. They never, they never specified how accurate this accurate is. Yeah, I mean they <laughs> they were shooting a sand crawler, <laughs> and you could see the blaster marks were everywhere. I don't think Obi Wan is as good at uh, surveying a scene as he thinks he is. Or he is just also... funny. <laughs> Obi Wan is canonically not smart. He went into hiding <laughs> and changed his first name, but not his last one. <laughs> <laughs> also, canonically, Obi Wan is a smarmy asshole who would make that joke. Only Imperial stormtroopers are this accurate. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I, that would. That's fair. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's true. If it's they true. all miss, this is the man who, at the peak of his career, thinks the best badass entry line is "Hello yeah. there." <laughs> he's not I mean, wrong. He's though. not wrong. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's my turn. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, Till's just going to unload the last four bullets of his clip into this guy, hopefully. He's stunned still, so these yep. will be an advantage. And they're advantage because you're flanking anyways. Well, yeah, but also. So first one hits for five. Second one hits for six. 18 still hit? Yep. For 8. And for 6. Um, so that's the damage. Bang, 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 bang. Um, bang, bang, bang with the volley. <clears throat> now Kendall's right here. He's gonna he's gonna burn one more key point to see if he can stun this thing for another round. That's a natural one. It yes. Is still All right. I'm inspiring you. See, <laughs> I serve an important role. 
<laughs> Whether or not they're stunned has nothing to do with Till, technically. <laughs> but yes, we appreciate your inspiring presence. I'm healthy. You are. We're just going to say that. When Dragloth is stunned and does nothing again. Look at all my bardic inspiration. Stunned. Kindle, you're not a bard. <laughs> the other one Did is I not stunned. And is going to just go all in on Varush. So first, it's going to use its 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 four arms each, just sort of lash out. Oh, oh Cody's just getting back too, so he's going to be able to hear this now. Uh, the second one is going all in on, on attacking Varush. Cody, you fuck. Yay! So uh, I just four learned. arms reach out and just lash with two massive swipes. Oh, well, you know, to so be forearmed is to be forewarned. Nope. I foresaw this. <laughs> nope. 26 to hit and 10 to hit. So Watch out for hit. his forearm. That 26 nope. just, that just hits. 13 slashing damage from its claws. Okay. And then its head rears back and chomps down at you. You look like you're about to sneeze. That's not a sneeze. For 10 piercing. All right. And you meet the first guy bigger than you and he just beats the shit out of you. Uh, bees, you're up. Okay. Um, looks like that one is well handled. Um, I definitely have it in hand. Oh, he needs to make a con save too because he's been several of them actually. Oh, yep, he's already dropped confusion. Mistel is no longer confused. Yay! Oh, uh, Varush, do you uh, need to make con saves for compelled duel? No, he saved. Uh, he he saved against it. So if if oh, if I can right. get to here sorry if i can get to here can i um is that flanking because we're on opposite sides or would i have to be up here and you just have to be able to draw a line through them okay cool um all right so i'm going to um, like here wouldn't be flanking yeah yeah, not it would there but anywhere around here would be yeah um okay that's what i thought okay so i'm going to um run to here i'm taking the attack action can i take my bonus action as i go sure uh okay so i'm gonna as i run i'm going to um use my bonus action to take a crossbow shot using my feet cross b shot uh come on motherfucker um (laughs) yeah what happens when you try to shoot a crossbow with your feet i get to here um, all right, so I will at that point I will uh, make a make a rapier attack. Jesus, twelve, no good, 12, right? Twelve misses. My last rapier shot. Son of a bitch, twelve again. Wow, Bees is having a rough Bees is really pissed about the lack of sun. Hmm? Yeah, Craig. good lord. I'm gonna need you to get off my gimmick. That's mine, and I. Can I know, roll. right. <laughs> Holy I will be shit. setting a cease and desist. <laughs> well, guess I'm done, y'all. I was I was really hoping to use my swarm keeper feature to move so I could at least be in position to give you advantage. Uh I'm I'm sorry, Varush. It's all good. Mistle, Mistle's right. coming with you though. Bet you she can get in position. Yeah, Mistle's there because she was on bees. So... Is Mistle confused though? No, nope. He, he, dropped okay. concentration. Okay. he lost concentration okay. on no it. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, right. so she is going to try to stab this thing. Would you like to move to a position where you're flanking with Varush? 
I can. Yeah, if you if you hop off me to here, yep. you will yeah. Honestly, you can flank Varush anywhere in this line. And if you're like here, you would give me flanking when I get up there. I don't think that hit. No. You have advantage. <laughs> Nine does not hit. Can I oh, you do have advantage? You do you have advantage because of oh, flanking. Okay. It's currently mauling me, so you have advantage. <laughs> the 19. Yay. Yeah. Either of those would have hit, so. Roll damage with sneak attack. Get him in the soft bits. I don't know. Did Drakeloff have soft bits? Hmm? I mean, I'll find out in a minute. Kind of. Maybe. There's just, well, from inside the armor, there's just, just a series Missile, of... you've got more than 1d6 for your sneak attack, though, right? Oh, yeah, you should have way three... more than that. I think it... Hold on, let me check. Should be 3d6, I think. Yeah. It may not have changed it. Oh. You are... What level are you guys? Six. Mm-hmm. Six. Three, six. Yeah, it should be 3d6. Yeah, I think I forgot to change this. Hold on. See now I'm now I have a uh, now I have a quandary because there are three of us on both Dagoth our Daygloths Dragloths Dragloth and I'm in the middle. Uh, roll two more d6 for me, Holly. Continue the meeting with Odana like nothing is yeah, happening. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, that's what we were saying. So as you power move. I mean, it would be like it's like so. As you can see, this is not all that terribly difficult of a thing to deal with. So, <laughs> actually, no. Shoot both of them and then continue the conversation. Bang, bang. Anyway, Marcus is going to close in and flank with Till as well, and is going to as he as he draws. Off the, it's it's sort of like sitting at like a at like a weird side angle. It's sort of like behind him, but also tilted up. And you realize why is because it's a very large sheath. As he draws what appears to be a, uh, it at first you think it's sort of a curved blade. It's actually like a curved longsword. It's actually a curved greatsword. As he draws what is essentially a nodachi off of his side, neat, and drives in with it. One hit. I need more than in the second one. It's twice. So seven slashing and nine slashing. As he rolls the worst damage. <laughs> we honestly, we've been doing pretty well on accuracy. Bees notwithstanding. Yeah. But our damage <laughs> rolls have not been super great. Yeah, unfortunately, I haven't rolled enough. Rolled low enough to trigger great weapon fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's you know. There are. I mean, you can also just the- you can always just take the minus five to give yourself plus ten damage with great weapon fighting. Yeah. I totally forgot about that aspect. Oh no, that's the feet, not the. Uh, this is the fighting style. Oh, oh, you don't. Yeah, you don't have the feet. You have the fighting style, yeah. right? Yeah, they're called the same thing. Oh, yeah. No, well, I'm just great weapon fighting. I am not a great weapon master. Oh. <laughs> well, 
they're gonna, they're gonna spend your time mastering the blade instead of whatever I, I it was guess, you were doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a goddamn pleb. <laughs> I'm just gonna really quick roll a bunch here because the because the API can handle it. <laughs> I mean, that's what everybody says about an API until it can't, and then <laughs> and then where are we? The game's crashed. <laughs> I mean the roll twenty goes down. Then we're yeah. in the same place we always were. I'm sorry, guys. I was googling Google. What happened? <laughs> I... What'd you find? Six. Zero. The answer is made everything crash by zero. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I, I, I feel like they it. just killed one of those things. Yeah, bees. One, two, three. Ah, <laughs> no. oh, the bees. Four, five, six. You know, so about hello. About half the shots hit the upper Dragloff, which is fairly impressive considering it's not badly armored. So they probably want to impress their boss. Hmm. Is it natural armor or do they have? Armor? It is natural armor. Okay. Look at those rippling pectorals. I can't take my eyes off. That's the problem. If you, the, if you take That's your eyes the confusion off them, spell. If you take your eyes off them, you notice the spider mouth. <laughs> so yeah, the, the, the 12 uh, troopers surrounding uh, Odano just like take a firing stance and aim north, and there's just a hail of bullets that burrow into the Dragloth and just fill it full of lead. As they react. Kendall, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, well, it's not looking great. So the, the Dregloth, not the situation. Um, <laughs> so I am going to uh um. I will go ahead and take a step back because, you know, melee range range spells. Mm -hmm. um, there. Yeah, let's, let's go back 10 feet. Um, and I will Aldrich Blast. Alright. Gives me two beams. He's stunned, so you have advantage. Hmm. Cool. Would be a 25 to hit and hit. a... Uh, a 20 to hit. Both of those will hit. Uh, for 9 damage and 13 damage. Nice. Huh. Jeremy, I think we Freaky Friday. <laughs> At least your rolling skills. <clears throat> um, How many more Lindsay Lohan references can I get into? <laughs> <laughs> Curious how I want to push it 20 feet straight over to Coltarn. 
Please do. <laughs> that, yep, yep. Just because I think that's hilarious. It also provokes two attacks of opportunity. Actually, no, no, it's, it's, it's not moving not under not its moving. own power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So repelling blast moves at 10 feet each each hit. And so it just gets blasted over to Coltern. So as, it comes in like a wrecking ball? Yes. <laughs> there, you, as, there you go, as, Greg. As Kendall no, reaches a hand Miley Cyrus. I know. What are, your, what, are your, what are your Eldritch class look like? Um, I'll allow it. <laughs> I can't remember what I said before. Neither can I, which is why I'm asking. Uh, God damn it. Uh... Huh. Feel like they were festive. You know, I'm just gonna say that they're they are like they're pink for sure. Mm-hmm. They're absolutely pink. Um yeah, right now I, I don't have anything better, so just pink bolts of energy. They might change. Yeah, She's an Aladdin, so she can change her mind. Yeah, so these 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 two rocketing pink blasts just slam into the Dragloss side and detonate with this concussive force that sends it skidding across the ground straight up to Coltarn. I'm helping. <laughs> I really to... want Odano to not do anything so he doesn't steal my kill because I'm about to murder this thing. As he looks over at it. And he just sort of looks over at that one, looks over at the northernmost one, judges the situation, and just kind of puts a hand out to the left as a pair of his own Eldritch Blasts uh, fire out. Uh He has four of them in his levels, so three, four. Only one hits. Why you look where you aim. For one more damage. One more damage. damage. Technically helping. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 see, he seems like he's he's got he's acknowledged that this battle is currently well in hand and is just kind of effortlessly just spraying Eldritch Blasts at the one to the north. Just to see what Coltarn, he's still watching Coltarn to see what Coltarn does with this. Kendall definitely gets a sulking look on her face, like mine are better. <laughs> well, yours are like pink balls of energy. His are just like soaring, like searing uh, blasts of black flame. That yes, can... mine are better. I mean, he hit the guy, and he didn't even the guy didn't even like stumble backwards even, at all. He didn't even fly. Like, yeah, he didn't even push him. <laughs> Coltarn, it's your turn. So, because this is all happening in the same six seconds, um, <laughs> the Dragoth, like, sort of flying towards Coltarn, being propelled by these Eldritch Blasts, and just Coltarn, like, sort of twists and clenches his fist, and electricity sort of, like, begins to pour down the armaments that are on his right arm down to the fist, that, that down to the augmented fist that he's wearing, and he sort of sp- turns around. This guy's stunned, so I have advantage, right? Yes. If so you miss, of, I swear to turns God. Turns around, turns around, and just 
brings the fist up in the, in sort of an uppercut towards the towards it. Uh, advantage. Throwing your back out. Are you going to try and Mike Tyson punch out this guy? (laughs) There you go. Ignore the chromatic bullet. Uh, So eight lightning damage. Is it still standing? It is. Okay. So as it's served up to you by by, by Kendall, it's sort of launched towards you and you just uppercut it in the jaw. Uppercut it in the jaw and then, hang on. So, so yeah, spin around, just electricity crackling off the fist as it connects. Reach up, grab it by some of the fur, bring it down to my level because it's taller than me. Uh, and not there you 20. go. Turn off chromatic bullet uh, for a 16 lightning damage. So, so How do you bring it down. Do this? So, yeah, I grab so. Uppercut it, send it reeling back as it sort of stop as I stop its momentum with the first punch. Reach up, grab it, pull it down, and just into the side of the head. Electricity crackling off the taser fist, and just it goes to the ground. You're welcome. Thank you. And I turn back towards Adana <laughs> and just sort of a perfect a perfectly served up Drago. Yeah. Uh, bonus action, Tolbar is going to go. Look over towards the Dragloth with his with his sword in hand. Look over towards the other one. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, dash, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. There we go. So so, yeah, so, so Goldar turns back towards O'Donnell shaking the fist off. So anyways, we were talking about fiends. <laughs> well done. Uh, so this thing has been mauling me uh, as it reels back after it gets done with its attacks. Uh, I'm going to um, go ahead and flip, reverse the grip on my uh, heavy blade and slash up the middle of it with advantage with both hands. Oops. So 24. That was it. Any hits? Parts uh, with all, both my hands. Uh, for 14 points of slashing damage. Also, how do you want to do, you want to do this? <laughs> just, just belly button up, stern up. <laughs> yeah. Unzip that mannequin. <laughs> yep. My God. And then. And then just the bottom hat or bottom uh, bit of the blade catches it on the the chin, and I'll just throw it off in this direction, so it just hits the ground. I like how we so, had on one and side then just we had for the good measure, down, and on the other side evisceration. <laughs> and then just for good measure, uh, down on the neck, <laughs> just to make sure. Second second attack down on the neck, and also fuck you. <laughs> the the thing that you learn about this particular fiend is that its internal organ scheme looks surprisingly humanoid as several as several different organs fall out of it as you as you open it up. Hmm. What? Do I do I recognize? Can I make a medicine? Yeah. Check? Do I recognize a natural quote unquote natural drag law rather than abnormal? As the last of the demons falls. There's a hush that falls over the battlefield as the troopers slowly lower their guns again. I'll, I'll sort of like 
Give... Coltarn's not trying to be sarcastic, but it's going to come across as sarcastic as he goes, good job to them. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they did fairly accurately fill that Dragloth with bullets. Yeah, I know. Like I said, he's not trying to be sarcastic. It just sounds sarcastic because it's Coltarn. And he's got a charisma. <laughs> He only beats Tolbar in Charisma by two points. <laughs> He's slightly more charismatic than an AI. Hey, there are some very charismatic AIs out there. Maybe not in D&D, but... <laughs> Made a whole movie about it. Several, really. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, as you can see, Lord General Adano says, indicating to the two Dragloth as they lay on the ground. There are still leftovers for the previous regime's problems. I'm just going to turn and look down at the one that I killed that's next to me and just sort of do a quick cursory examination of what exactly it is. Roll a check. They're really big. I'd say. Religion or Arcana? Big and ew. Either or. I have advantage on the Arcana because of my AI. Oh, you know, I have advantage. I have, uh, that's you, have a, you have a minimum roll. <laughs> I have a minimum roll, that's right. I can't roll lower than... 10. It's not... It, yeah, so it's not It's not a big bonus right now. Because oh, sorry, no. Very low. Hang on. Hang on, that's... Uh, oh no no no! Yeah, no, that, that's that's a technology roll. Never mind. So yeah, Arcana. Arcana. Nineteen. Arcona. Arcona these nuts. No. So as, you, as you over, as you Fucking look over, really. As you as you look over the corpse of this thing. You're seeing familiarities to other beings, and probably because you very had very recently had interactions with them, but you are seeing the combination of fiendish elements and elvish traits, very specifically void elves. It looks down at it for a second, prods it with a foot, looks back at Odano. Are you saying the previous regime was fusing fiends with elves and people anyone they felt like experimenting on to be honest there are a variety of humanoid fiend hybrids that are still on the loose that need to be dealt with along with the just there are less of them now but there were a fair number of true fiends as well with the empire that sustained them gone many of them have banished or otherwise disappeared but the hybrids that are rooted in the material plane by their very nature remain. Yes, this is oh. less... These are less fiends... Uh, forever in certification. These are less fiends and more... modified human humanoids. They've been infused with the energy of the place that I can never remember the name of. Zarheim. Zarheim. They've been infused with the energies of Zarheim. Disturbing. 
Do not mistake it. Do not mistake it yourself. There is no humanity left in me. Though I imagine that they are fully of Zarheim now, except for the, well, except for the uh, starting material. Yes, except for the need to return to it when they die. Hence, the bodies remaining intact. as opposed to normal fiends who dissipate. Indeed. It means that they are dead when you have slain them. However, it also means that they need not sustain themselves on arcane energies and will continue to exist long after their summoner is deceased and all their summoning circles broken. Well... Considering that these two seem to have snuck in, we're 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 in the town, right? You're on the edge of of the capital city, okay. like it's a military parade ground. Like you can see, right. like the outskirts of the city in the distance. Like they had, they didn't have to get far into the city. Well, considering these two managed <clears throat> to get quite close to your town, to your capital, without being noticed until they were on us, do you have any way of tracking them all? Individuals with certain mystic talents, such as my own, can detect them, but it is an individual talent and not exactly a common skill. We don't have any technology that can sense them that can be handed out en masse. Uh, if I do a divine sense real quick, do I catch like the lingering? Yeah, you do catch the, the you you catch the fiend sense on them. Okay. All right there, Miss Fairchild. Huh? Yeah, no, I'm good. No injuries? No. Didn't get close to me. Other than, you know, when we got close to it, but then I made it run away and it was fine. Mm. Hmm. Yes. A little on the riskier side, but it worked out all right. Hmm. I mean, but see... Did so then I could just blast it over, and what happened happened. So you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It worked. You have proven very handily that your group See? can do what it takes a squad of my troopers to handle. Well, thank you. We have been practicing. Pistol. Yeah. Do you think that's what would happen to us if we touch the sword? Let's not find out. Do you think that's what happens to anyone who touches the sword? I don't know. I don't know that much about the sword. Let's not let anyone find out. Yeah. She'll go back and sit in her little seat on bees. Okay. Bees will sort of settle. Some of the bees will settle around Mistle. They're all staying pretty close to the hive right now. Mm. Oh, I, I I did also want to ask, what does the viscera smell like? Like, it, does it does it smell tainted? Bad. It okay. does. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. That, yeah. Then they are not harvesting. Um, just sort of very casually, I'm going to run the scanner on my uh. The scanner on my Omni tool. Can I detect anything unique about the um, 
Can I detect anything unique, uh, unique electromagnetically about these, the the bodies here, the the two uh, creatures, or no? Uh, not particularly. Like, there's not really any technology in these ones in particular. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know if 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 like any of the, like genetic engineering like left key marks or anything like that in the in them technologically speaking. Not really. Okay. Yeah, at least not these. At least not these examples. Yeah. This really quickly sort of like reaches down and fiddles with the the arm mounted uh uh tool. Well, anyone check with ASDCA? Have these demons been microchipped? <laughs> <laughs> I could potentially put together something that might aid us in searching for them, but I'll need one of them to test on. Well, you have two fresh corpses. I won't keep them from you. I have no use for them myself. Um, Varush. Yes. Your, um, talents. Do they tell you anything about these bodies in particular at the moment? Just that they're fiendish in nature. That's the only, only thing that I can tell. I get, I get general senses of extraplanar individuals. Nothing ever specific. Uh, William. One of the magic item infusions that I can make uh, is a wand of detect magic. With the knowledge of that, I don't have the infusion. I don't. I don't know the infusion right now, but it's on the list of infusions that I could take at any time, whenever I level. Um, knowing that I have access to the ability to create a magic detect, a detect, uh, basically a device that detects magic at will, um, could I craft? A basically a wand or a helmet or an amulet of fiend detection, something that very very specifically looks for the energies of Zarheim, nothing else. I mean, it basically just be a more narrowed down wand to detect good and evil. Yeah, I'm just thinking of something that could be <laughs> always on rather than having to activate or something like that. Wish I did have that spell prepared today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd have to actually make it. It wouldn't be an infusion, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean to actually make it. But is that something that I could make? With, with, Theoretically. With that understanding? All right. Um, I don't have the ability to cast detect that spell, so I would need Varusha's help. Um, What's the environment like? So we've got a capital city, what, quarter mile away? Yeah, about like a couple of kilometers. And then what's the surrounding terrain like? <clears throat> In the surrounding terrain, there's there is um, mostly like open plain that has it looks like this area has been mowed down. Like you can see forest in the distance. This this mm-hmm. area, this this planet seems to be very heavily forested. Okay, um, but this area seems to have been clear cut for a while now, and there's like a parade ground that's been laid down. So you can see right, okay. old structures and so closest closest tree line is a couple miles away, probably at least. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I'd like to make an inside check on William. Uh, is theoretically your version of you can certainly try? Sort of, yeah. Theoretically. <laughs> um, I'd like to, if, I, if possible, I'd like to just sort of like very quickly see if I could come up with a, with a, a plan for building that kind of a device. See how much it would, how much scrap it would cost, how much time it would take. Uh, roll me a technology check. Yeah. Oh, he's thinking. Um, uh, 
ask O'Donnell, do you have any idea where or how many more of these individuals are they still being produced? Fortunately, no. The adventurers who came before you did a good job of starting the process, and now that we have established our own government, we've managed to shut down all of the remaining facilities that have been manufacturing these monstrosities. However, we don't have good numbers on how many of them remain. 23. Um, probably about 200, 250 gold worth of materials. Looking at the helmets that are on those soldiers, do I think those might be useful in building these th- these devices? <laughs> Probably not what you're looking for. Like, they've got good, like, spectrum analysis, but they don't, like... Unless they're magical in their own right, probably not. I mean, more like as as scrap to use, as, like, a basis to build from, not as... Not in their own right. Like a frame? Yeah. I mean, theoretically, mod- thing to modify to reduce the cost. It wouldn't reduce the cost by much. Okay. Sorry, what was the cost again? How much gold? Two hundred and fifty gold of material. Okay. Uh, Lord General, and I'll point at one of those soldiers. Could I see one of those helmets? Why not? And he gestures to one of the soldiers who takes off the helmet and you see like this shaggy blonde hair come out from underneath the helmet as he just sort of walks over and hands it to you. Uh, so looking looking in, inside at the, at the technology that builds it and sort of thinking in my head. I need about 250 gold worth of materials, but I could make something that would be, could be utilized to detect fiends on a more permanent basis. Or at least the energies of Zaheim, which would make it more easy to hunt down these individuals. I don't know if I'd be able—I don't know how many of them I'd be able to make it offhand. It would take a few days to build each one, but if it would be useful in your hunts, feel free to scavenge around. It would also be we useful have... for your guards. Yeah. We don't have much in the way of available supplies, as one might imagine. Where most of it has been sequestered for the recreation of the world government. Okay. I will toss the helmet back to the soldier. Take the so, back. Lord General, what are your current needs then? Where would we be best employed? The largest concentration of hybrid abominations that we've been able to locate have largely gone to ground underground. There are tunnel networks that were used by largely by the rebel forces during the occupation of the previous empire that we use to traverse from my home to near the capital. These tunnel systems have been in time since flooded with these creatures, large and small. Where did these ones come from? Likely near those tunnels. How did they get so close? I would imagine they were drawn by your ship's arrival. Oh, your guards are bad. They are but human. (laughs) 
<laughs> the guards all look like chastised. Like, oh. <laughs> Uh, one of, walls? A couple of them look down, but <laughs> you are, in fact, outside the city walls in your current position. That's dumb. Why aren't we inside? Because the ship because can't inside. land inside the walls, bees. That's yeah. dumb. Make a place it, for it. It would hurt people, bees. We'll move the people. And bees, this was the safest place to land. Obviously not. It's not dumb if there's no other option. They're doing the best they can, bees. Okay. We haven't exactly been part of the outside realm for long enough to have a starport constructed. It'd be sort of like asking you to build a starport back on Nocturna, I could, bees. I could, we have a, no a starport on Nocturna. No, no, no. You, specifically, to build I a starport. We, we could do it. You couldn't, bees. Yes, we could. Anyways. <laughs> current needs. Underground. No, please please underground. don't turn the rest of the session into an uh-uh, yeah, huh? <laughs> no, please do. <laughs> I am I'm down with it. Once. Yeah, but my character doesn't have the maturity to stop. <laughs> That's why Varush is stepping in. <laughs> Yay! Elephant Leadership! <laughs> so, these tunnels. <clears throat> you know where they are. Or could you point us to them? Indeed. We have them, at least the surface level, fairly well mapped out. They go deeper than we've ever bothered to explore, but we use them to sneak the previous adventurers towards the capital, and they've done us well in the past, so we do have at least some measure of Well, looking at the others, do we need to but do anything before heading to them? If, you're, if you need time to rest, you're welcome to stay within the city. We should probably take at least one night and then yes. head out on the following day. Get a lay for the local area. Uh, any possible supplies we, they might have that we could utilize. Um, as you can imagine, it's difficult for us to try and clear out the tunnels as we are lacking in individuals of your particular caliber and sending entire squads of soldiers into tight enclosed confines is simply a recipe for losing squads of soldiers. We'll clear out your tunnels for you and see if we can't find the materials to create some useful devices to assist in early warning for them. Can we have some food? We do have plenty of that. That is something that we have in surplus. Okay. Well then, shall we adjourn to the city? Come. Sure. Let's, we'll prepare a feast for you and welcome. It is one of the things that we can do. As Marcus walks over, sheathing the Nodachi. So Till tries to be subtle, but doesn't really pass it off well and just kind of waves his hand at Verouge and is like, 
Are yeah. we getting paid? Right. <laughs> yeah. You do know that you're getting paid by the Adventurers Guild for this. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. yeah. They talked about the rate. Okay. I don't remember beforehand. that. My mistake. Never mind. Um, I don't think Phil did know, and he's just trying to get as much money as he can. <laughs> I mean, that's also. Oh, yeah, no, they've got a community that they're trying to build here. Cool. I've got one I'm trying to fund, too, so uh, pay up. <laughs> What's her daily allowance? <laughs> Can we get a per diem <laughs> mileage? Uh, yeah. No, the only thing that I will ask uh, on the walk back is if at any point they can get us a copy of the map of said tunnels sent to coltarn so that he can digitize it <laughs> our computer if, systems if, are advanced enough to accomplish that i'm pretty oh, okay cool yes yeah. i i don't know what they have i have i have i still not given this paragraph of wound closure to anybody no you still haven't, haven't. You're still holding on to it Uh... <laughs> so as we're walking, Coltarn will Oh. I reach into his bag and pull out this 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 gem. I'd completely forgotten that I still have this. Looks around at the group. Who's the squishiest looking one of us? I mean, squishiest to probably be either Mistle or Gideon. Mistle, I have it on good authority, has more hit points than Tolbar. <laughs> uh, so I sort of hold it up and like look at. I, I look at Kindle and hold it up between me and her and see if it matches her aesthetic or not. <laughs> Kendall does have the fewest hit points of everyone. Does it match her I mean, aesthetic? What does it look like? That's why I'm asking. Does it match her aesthetic? I mean, it's um I mean it is it is a periaptive wound closure, sort of the iconic periaptive wound closure. So um Blood red heart shaped gem. Yeah, blood red heart shaped gem held in held in golden hands. It would be a second necklace, which that <laughs> might be a little tacky. <laughs> well, you can't it... mystic your way through everything. No. <laughs> also, those are chains. They're not necklaces. That's different. It's true. You could put it on your phone, like a key, like a like a. Like a, like a uh, phone fob, phone fob, <laughs> yeah. phone fob of oh my of god, closure, <laughs> perfect, fantastic. I'll sort of hold you this can, out you towards. Can wear Kendall. it however you feel like. I hold it out towards Kendall. Uh, Wrap Kendall, it up as a bracelet. This may be useful for you. If fucking if fucking Drist can if, if fucking Drist can use bracelets as 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 anklets, then you can. Dude, use don't even fucking else. get me started on that <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> not out, not to mention the fact that it's you not even <laughs> like it actively changes the way the fucking magic item works because he put it on his feet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Kendall, you seem strangely angry about something all of a sudden. What's going on? <laughs> you, Salvatore. Sorry. Huh? Maybe this magic item isn't for you. <laughs> Would you like to take this? It's a period oh. of wound closure. It helps if you suffer significant injuries to safeguard you against death. It's protective. She'll take it. Mm. <laughs> Till... With I'm all sorry. due respect, I'm talking to Kendall, not you. Thank you, Goltarn. I mean, I think I can make it work. Yeah, sure. We'll give Thank the parent of wound closure to Kendall. You're welcome. I real I remembered is... that I had put it in my bag after identifying it and forgot it existed. <laughs> it is one hundred percent she stops, she lifts up a foot, takes her takes <laughs> her, her her heel off. <laughs> and wraps around a couple times so it is an anklet. Yep. <laughs> and then puts her puts her heel back on. That Anklet. changes the item. Now you just have excellent circulation. <laughs> I was planning to do that before. Like if it came to me, I was planning to do that before. I like. I like those. I like those shoes, Kendall's. Are those Salvatore Ferragamos? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I kind of honestly, I really like the idea of using it as like a phone fob, like just like tying it on and having. So many good phone. options. So many good options. Uh, or the but... most special of all special fucking drow was mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So you have a paraactive wound closure. Woot. Nice. Says Tolbar can be brought back with a mending spell. You can't. <laughs> Fair. If you the are retribution ever... might be a problem if I die. And, and yeah, that's like like unbeknownst to Coltarn, this is also a benefit for Till. <laughs> yeah, when, uh, whenever you were this pendant, you stabilize whenever you're dying at the start of your yep. turn, and whenever you roll a hit die to regain hit points, you double the number of hit points it restores. Yep. Wait, you do have to attune to it, but I don't think you're attuned to anything else. So, I mean, at some point, when once we stop, it'll just attune because it's wrapped around her ankle. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> we head into the Walk city. Into town. Beast. Yeah, you head into town. I sent a and... message. I, I sent a message, but as we're as we're walking, I sent a message back to um, captain of the ship. Um, Death Nash, yeah. Death uh, that uh, you will find. Uh, we buried. You'll find a pair of bodies outside the ship. One of them can be burned. If you could, please pack the other one up for me. What were they Certainly. doing in the ship? Was it like that scene from the uh, um, Overwatch? original trailer where like they're just playing Hearthstone by the monitors. <laughs> I'm pretty certain they were trying to deal with the fact there's a cocooned uh intellect devourer sitting in one of their observation decks. Look, don't blame everything on bees. Just most things. Just also, the things that, that you can fight, blame bees. That for. fight lasted uh, two, rounds. two rounds. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they were barely halfway into their armor yet. Mm. We we're decorating the observation. <laughs> Making it feel lived in. <laughs> to us, yeah. 
There's snacks. Certainly. The caffeine comes back. Thank you. Real brain food. And the crew will also, you know, take some shore leave while right. while while oh, the, yeah. the ship is here. Embark that sort of thing, yeah. And so the the group of you head into town with the escort of the two Lord Generals and their troopers. And as you as you approach, you're struck by the fact that this capital city looks surprisingly advanced in a old world kind of way like it's it is very much an extremely advanced technological city for a pre-space flight civilization it is you can you can see the the like towering structures that have been built the industrial design of the city itself mm-hmm. with you know, advanced roadways and complicated vehicles that are moving around. Um, they've got, you know, hovering vehicles that are able to maneuver across the ground, which keeps the roads largely from being damaged. Uh, there's a few tracked and wheeled vehicles still around. You're seeing a, a wealth of advanced technology that just does not extend quite as far into the level of, of advance that you see on the galactic stage. How, how does it a sort to... of civilization? Hmm. Yeah. What, what was, was that, that question? I, I was just wondering, how does it compare to Nocturna? Like, more technologically primitive? It, it. So the weird thing about Nocturna is Nocturna's got the advanced tech, but there's not enough population, so it's still kind of a backwater. Right. But, so... it, but, it, but I, I, I guess what I'm wondering is just sort of from B's perspective, how does this feel? I guess a lot more people. Yeah, it feels it feels like more of a city, okay. but like the individual technology is not quite not as advanced, but a lot more civilized. Yeah. Okay. So, so, and I don't know that bees would even really pick up on the tech part. So, to bees, this is like this probably seems way way bigger and way more advanced than Nocturna. Is that fair? Probably, yeah. If you're not looking at any of the tech, you're just looking at like the the, the structure of the city. Definitely. Okay. And how much how much sort of magical stuff is is there around? You're seeing a fair bit of magic. Um, okay. It's not nearly as prevalent as the technology okay. is, but there is definitely some magic at work um, in powering some devices. And you see, like, there's a, a magician, like a, a tattoo shop that is identified as like ma- as a magical tattoo shop. Um, That's like seven hundred forty tiny tattoos, please. <laughs> the uh like it, it's it, it's it's specifically identified as like a all-purpose transmutative boutique and it's basically just a person in there who uses magic to apply tattoos change facial structure change hair they can do whatever you know personal augmentations you want to your appearance with their magic gotcha okay cool thank you sorry to slow us down i just wanted to know where we were likewise yeah. It is it is very much you'll notice that a lot of this is based on Final Fantasy VII's level of technology. You are walking into Midgar. Okay. Just without the plate. Yeah, without the giant plate floating about the ground. 
I think I could probably find the resources I need scavenging around here. Is there a place you'd recommend we stay in town, Lord General? Ah, uh, there's a few good places. Um, Marcus, you're more familiar with the city than I am. Madonna says it's Marcus sort of. Yes, um... I can recommend Legion's Rest. It's named after, actually, uh, the Lord General's hometown. Uh, recently changed ownership and become a rather popular place for the former rebels to sit down, have a drink, enjoy some time. And it's quite comfortable from what I hear. I haven't been there quite often, but it seems like the kind of place that adventurers would all right. Sounds fine to me. Uh, we head over and check it out. Certainly. And Marcus will show you the way. And as he sort of he sort of walks you through several thoroughfares and pulls you to it's sort of like an out of the way, like not quite a hole in the wall, but definitely sort of a a bar that is off the main thoroughfare. Uh, and you walk in and it's immediately you're greeted with the sort of like the smoky interior of a place that has seen a lot of people of more like honest and rustic demeanor rather than the like the the highfalutin extremely refined city folk that sort of put on several layers of airs. Everything here feels very honest and down to earth. There's a dartboard in one corner and like the uh, people here just relaxing to have a drink and a meal. Still's keeping an eye on Kendall to see how she's reacting to this vibe as well as looking for possible. Ex- how many exit strategies can he pull coming into this room? Two or three. OK, that's that's a, that's sufficient, I guess. Kendall <laughs> is being very careful where she steps. OK. You notice that as you walk in, there's the the like music scratch. Everyone looks over, but it's not at you. It's at Marcus. <laughs> as they do, Mistel just goes, hello. Can I insight check the crowd as to why they're all staring at Marcus? Like, is it nervous energy or is it like? Uh, yeah, you're rolling, rolling insight. Well, this is uh, 15. Uh, there's a there's an intense dislike of the Lord General Marcus in this environment, and you're not certain why, but you know that there's some kind of history there. Is All this right. the place that's named after his hometown? No, this is named after Adano's hometown. hometown. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Adano walks in, and everyone like raises a glass to him, and then Marcus walks in, and he gets quiet. <laughs> Mistle goes hello, and Coltarn mm-hmm. just looks over at. Begins to walk through. <laughs> I can see why you haven't been here that often, Marcus. Adano says, "Let's find a table." And the two of them go to find a table. If you, if any of you want to sit near them at all, they said they were going to pay for our food, so I figure we're probably following <laughs> them. Um, it depends the... on how clean the table they go to is. 
How? I mean, nothing in here is particularly dirty. It's just kind of like, you know, it's a it's a well kept Western bar, but it's still a Western bar. How's everything sized? Yeah, uh, <laughs> surprisingly large, actually. And you look over and you see that there's there's a decent number of orcs and half orcs um, present. I'm picturing Kendall being like the scene where Lucille Bluth goes to the Denny's or whatever it is. <laughs> In fact, you see there are some extra large tables. There are some extra large chairs uh, sitting like in some of the corners. And you see, as you see, the the hulking mountainous figure of a of a cardon. Damn it! <laughs> Literally every time. Every time. <laughs> Of a Kardash. I'm so sorry. For, the, for those that are Don't unaware you dare of what apologize. this means, Cardon uh, was the name of Cody's character in a different Stardust game, who was of the race Kardash. Yep, and my brain brain farted when I was making him, and I was like, totally totally spaced seriously um, don't you dare apologize we we Still determined that things. cardon was the kardashi equivalent of naming your human child hume yep. <laughs> yeah. my parents had a sense of humor i was still waiting for the point where it turned out it was like three goblins in a trench coat <laughs> yeah yeah we're 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 a kardash a card, 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 Don. But yes, you see, you see a Kardosh sort of grab one of the extra large t- uh, chairs and pull it up to a table. Yeah, doesn't I... seem too bad. Well, why don't you uh, find a seat, and uh, I'll walk the perimeter, make sure everything looks well. Okay. I I'll grab some of the larger chairs, toss or hand one to Varouche, and take one oh. for myself and Tolbar. Grab one. Uh, I'll set it down, and then I'll actually go walk with Till, uh, just so that you you don't do perimeter checks alone. <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. But he can, yeah, but he can fly. He'll be fine. Mister will sit on the table. Okay. The, the as as the as the two of them do a perimeter check, Adano sort of chuckles and looks at them walking around. You know, they're at, they're in quite honestly one of the safest parts of the city. We've been in the safest parts of cities before, and they weren't as safe as they were expected to be. Mm. It wouldn't be the first. It wouldn't be the first time that a corpse dropped out of the sky with no explanation for us. That sounds like a story. It probably is. As I say, Bill opens a broom closet, three bodies fall out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's Found the leak. (laughs) Uh, I sit down, then Tolbar sits down, and the chair underneath Tolbar creaks because Tolbar's significantly heavier than I am. (laughs) Yep. Yes, please. Eat your fill. Have a drink. Lord Ardana says, and he, as he calls over uh, an orcish woman who is, um, you know, taking orders, and she sort of walks over, greets the lot of you. Very, um, 
the the kind of wa- the kind of waitress who is here who has been on this job for a long time um not necessarily at this building but on this job for a long time and um like is well beyond the i'm going to give a smile and a sunny disposition to everyone who walks in and is just sort of like what can i get for you learn out food <laughs> yeah mimosa right no alcohol for me right do you have cakes oh yes we can probably get some snacks yeah yeah. Like cakes and desserts and sweet things. Yeah, we can pull something up. All of those. Yes, all of them. Anything with sugar that's liquid in a bowl, please. Right. Um Love people's reactions to these. I'll get you a bowl of syrup, I guess. Yay! Does Kendall she, she, stop the waitress from leaving and do the Ron Swanson? I don't know if you heard what I said. I didn't say <laughs> I want a lot of cakes and sweets. I said no. I want all of them. <laughs> no, that's She's for just they... impressed that, they, that, that, that she can get a fucking mimosa here. <laughs> Anything mimosa, else is extra. The mimosa was no question. The cakes might be a... I mean, yes, legitimately. <laughs> Someone's got to go find a witch and beat her to death for the sugar, and then <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like you come back with a mimosa that's set down in front of you, and then like legitimately like prepackaged um, like snack cakes, like the equivalent of like little Debbie snack cakes, basically. Here's <laughs> some ding dongs that expired two years ago. <laughs> They're not even ding dongs. We went and found some like, Twinkies from the Twinkie store factory. brand ding dongs. <laughs> They're like dong dangs. <laughs> and and, exactly. and and again and brand name Twinkies because those are everywhere. <laughs> but like it, you you get the sense that as in as industrialized as this place is, like mass produced sweet food is a thing they've got in spades. So you get like a variety of these very like it's definitely sugar. <laughs> And it definitely tastes good. It, it hits all of those. It hits all those check boxes. But it is definitely mass-produced sweets. In all fairness, Little Debbie is generally better than Hostess. Fair. <laughs> I will murder you. <laughs> yeah, murdering they me will, are, though. <laughs> murdering me will nope. not make me wrong. Neither <laughs> of them sponsors this show, so they're both garbage, in my opinion. <laughs> Fucking the the uh the 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 basically Boston cream ho hos that little Debbie does are fucking amazing. <laughs> You're a Boston mm-hmm. ho ho. You have you have a box of you have a box of Austin of, of Austin cream ho hos in front of you. Austin cream ho. Austin cream ho. Austin cream. Yes. Austin. I don't know that I want that. <laughs> my my, my record spicy flavor. They're spicy flavor. My my record of getting the city wrong every time continues. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've never been able to say Boston correctly. That, that sounds like 
Boston cream, but you know, with with with, with more republicanism. And no, <laughs> every one of them, every one of the Austin cream pies has been touched by Ted Cruz. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Keep oh, you're definitely getting weird. COVID off of that. All right. Sorry, Severinus. We're going to have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yes. You have, that's, you have not, a... that's not fair. Austin is a perfectly fine city. Yep. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it is a nice little bastion in the middle of Texas. Other things. That's, that's, <laughs> that's why I said keep Austin cream weird. Yes. <laughs> but yes, you get, you, you, get the, you get the equivalent of a box of Boston cream ho-ho sitting in front of you. Um, if nothing happens on the perimeter check, Till's going to try and stop to uh, speak to the proprietor or whoever does the whole rent rooms thing. Uh, it's a human gentleman who's yeah. just sort of, yeah, I've got uh, rooms set aside for you. Any variation in terms of quality or security? Not particularly. They're all basically the same room. All right. Just wanted to check. Thank you. Sorry, they said they said rooms. They meant we have room for you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Said it was basically the same room. It's the same room. Right. <laughs> it's all you're all gonna be in the <laughs> same room. No, it's remember, this is an industrialized place. Right. This hotel is built with the exact same room, copy pasted like, right. a dozen times chug, over. Chug, chug, I, chug. I figure it's just like modular a like a repurposed barracks. Like just like and <laughs> it's a hostel. <laughs> well, I think our well, Baruj, I think our introduction went fairly well, at least. Definitely made it a little bit of a name for ourselves right at the beginning. That was you say as Adano and and Marcus are sitting across the table from you. They're still moving. They're no, still, no, we're uh, still, we're still, still, up still walking. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're yeah. still like leaning against the desk while I'm getting keys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, could have went a lot worse, but I think that worked favorably. It definitely gave us an idea of what we're up against as well. Mm-hmm. Would you be able to do me a favor? It depends. Can you watch Miss Fairchild for a couple hours? Hmm? Possibly. Uh, Do you need anything from me besides that? Just to make sure my responsibilities are covered for a bit. Hmm? I'm going to go take a pass. Hmm? At? Over? Yes, over. Over, mostly. Hmm? The city? And outside of it. I could do that. All right. I'll have my comms on if you need anything. See if I have any tracking spells. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And he'll make sure you have his comms frequency and that sort of thing. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Should be able to. All right. If she asks anything, she can call me too. And how much are rooms? Uh, they're covered for you. Oh, they're covered for us? Okay. Well, then he'll just scoop the pile of keys into Varouche's hand and walk out <laughs> the door. All right. 
And once he's outside, Till is just going to hit the sky and go as far and as fast as he can. The sky goes, ow, what did I ever do to you? Right. (laughs) Fuck you. I haven't been in the sky in a really long time. Yeah, you take you take up into the sky and the city is massive once you actually get the aerial view of it. Like you've only walked a few kilometers into it at this Mm -hmm. point, but it goes for miles um and you can see the huge buildings that like the skyscrapers that go hundreds of floors up and the 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 massive structure of what looks like an imperial palace that is like dead center in the middle of the city surrounded mm-hmm. by um giant walls with many automated turrets placed <laughs> that all appear to be powered down right now <clears throat> Well, that's a little worrying, but okay. Yeah, no, he's going to make a quick circuit over like just the little district that we're in. And if nothing seems like any level of suspicious activity or social unrest, he's going to head right for the exterior walls and just fly out over open country for a while. Mm-hmm. As you, you get away from you get away from the city and into the open sky and there's just like... You thought the land was heavily forested. It is mostly forest. Okay. Like, there are roads that have been carved out of it and, like, small towns that you can see in the distance. But, like, the instant you get away from the city, the technology level drops drastically. And you start to see more, like, feudal Japan-style structures, like, mostly woods. Like, you see a lot more of that fantasy aspect of the world as the technology level drops off immensely as soon as you get outside the city. So it goes from Final Fantasy to Ghibli film, basically? Kind of, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it goes from Final Fantasy to Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's he's just going to take some time to be alone, stretch his wings, and, you know, get some quiet. So you got that. Yep, I head back to the table sit in my chair and hand out keys. You you get the sense that as you as you as Odano and Marcus are sitting and having a meal and taking a drink that Odano seems relentlessly amused by the dirty looks that Marcus is getting from the from the uh, from the inhabitants <laughs> of the tavern. Yay. Like you, you give like someone someone gives Marcus a stink eye and Adano just sort of leans into his shoulder and gives them a gives them a smile and a wave. <laughs> <laughs> so couldn't help but notice you don't seem to be very popular, says to Marcus. Not in this particular part of town, no. How come? Because before the rebellion was successful, I was the Lord General of the Imperial Army. Oh, previous Uh, regime. uh, Yes. I was, for all intents and purposes, the face of oppression for most people. Well, that would explain a few things. Ah. Went from... Powerful political position in the oppressive regime to powerful political position in the new regime, I see. Indeed. Yes, I I can understand. 
I wasn't going to be able to simply start over from my position by myself and to be quite frank, Lord Adana was the one who had the rightful authority to take over. I'm, to be honest, I'm surprised that he even keeps me around. And Adano, well, as much as you were working for my enemy, you are and have always been an honorable man and a skilled tactician. I would be an idiot to toss aside your skill and acumen simply because you were on the wrong side. We'll work on your reputation over time. Well then, any suggestions for us before we get started later? After we rest and eat. After we rest and eat, yes, Mistel. But presumably they're not going to be resting with us, so it's good to get the information now. Indeed. Right. Marcus will... Well, the ones you'll want to be most concerned with aren't necessarily the largest ones. They're dangerous, but mostly brute force and some minor magic. The ones you want to watch out for are the ones who've also been technologically augmented. How so? Well, one of the... Technology. One of the... um, more popular shock troopers of the previous regime is a very lithe and agile hybrid trooper who is outfitted with a pair of blaster gauntlets that are highly effective energy weapons at a distance, as well as the augmented fiendish agility, allowing it to very quickly traverse the battlefield and cause problems for combatants. So look out for the big broody, the big bruisers and the small flippy shits. To a certain extent. But the scientists, I'll say, with extreme quotation marks of the previous regime were liberal with their experimentation. If they dreamt it, they probably enslaved a demon to make it. So making these things? Yes. They made a variety of monstrosities. What happened to them? The ones that made them? They've all either been arrested or killed. Can these things be unmade? Or do they need to be killed? They can't be turned back into who they were, if that's what you're asking. Okay. So all of the scientists that have created these have been accounted for. All the ones that we know of. And me having been the former Lord General, I don't think that any of them would have gotten by me unless they were directly under the Emperor and Empress themselves, which it's not impossible, but I do not know. Assume there were. Where would would that information have been hidden? Somewhere within the palace itself which we've been combing through it for the past year. And is there a place on this 
planet that you have no eyes or ears. Underground, mostly. The concern is, worst case scenario, there were those that you didn't know about, that were working directly for your emperor, and that their lab, or wherever, is where you cannot see. So no matter where, no matter how many fiends we deal with, there will always be more. It is something that keeps me up at night, yes. We've been as thorough as we can be, but... Well... If there's always that chance. Would it be safe to say, then, that a secondary objective, while we're underground, dealing with these creatures in the tunnels, would be to see if we can locate any signs of an additional laboratory? It would be a solid one, yes. While people are resting and recovering, would it be reasonable to ask for a tour of the palace? I believe that can be arranged, yes. Its defensive systems are largely powered down at this point. They've never been any good for anything but keeping the populace out anyway. Hmm. Just that. If I were a megamaniacal emperor with a penchant for experimentation... I would want my pet scientists to be able to reach me at all hours. Might be more information there that a trained eye could find. It's true. I don't know the ins and outs of the palace nearly as well as anyone who would have lived there. Yeah, even as the Lord General of the Army, I spent little time there. I look over at Mistel and... After some rest, would you like to go find some secret doors? Yes. Secret doors are the best doors. I'll go too. Because I can use... Uh, it's actually excellent to say in character. I have a device here that will help me locate any signs of particularly advanced technology. I might be able to give us an idea of where to look if it exists. Or at the very least, confirm it doesn't. Mistle, be careful, though. Coltarn said they take out your eyes underground. What? That's what Coltarn said. No. Who takes uh, out your eyes? That's what Coltarn said. But who? I don't know. When you refer to a location as someplace you don't have eyes and ears, that is someplace where you don't have the ability to perceive regularly. We know because they take the eyes and ears away. No, no one takes them. It's an expression. Yes. It's a tactical expression. Okay. Let's still be careful. Though if there were a place where people regularly lost their eyes and ears, that would be the first place I would look. Going, we don't need eyes. I mean... What? Like, if, if I'm looking for mad scientists that experiments on people, the place where people regularly get their eyes gouged out, that's where I'm going. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Fair point. Nobody's seen anything like that around here. Yeah, but no one here has eyes. <laughs> My point stands. Exactly. Um, can I ask, do you know how long they've been uh, making these creatures? 
part of a few decades. From the individual that came up with the process, are they apprehended or dealt with otherwise? Supposedly, and this is part of what keeps me concerned, the original man behind the madness died a long time ago. Theoretically being disposed of by the emperor once he outlived his usefulness and his more loyal scientists knew everything they needed to know. Mm. I don't know how well I trust that. That sounds like a cover-up to me. Who was in charge of the program when the regime fell? A odious worm of a man by the name of Professor Ligon. He has been executed already. Theoretically or actually? I killed him myself. Did he stay dead? I cut his head off and then burned the body. So yes. Theoretically burned it? Or actually burned it? <laughs> I feel like that was an actual statement. Bees doesn't know what those words mean. Theoretically is just burning at a lower temperature. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you only need a higher level spell to fix that. <laughs> Oh, and also, there are undead that come back from cremated remains, but we'll assume that he's staying God. I threw ghosts. If he is a ghost, I don't expect he's doing quite as much science as he used to. You'd be surprised. Just... What do you think spectrometers are for? Just some (laughs) spectrophotometers. Some research into uh, uh, the aging process, I would assume. That was me. That's not Kendall. I do remember a scientist named Dorian Gray, but. (laughs) But, anyways. Ligon, I can confirm, is at least dead. We'll assume that there's no undead version of him roaming around. Hopefully that won't be an erroneous assumption. Passion Trill, I'm not as confident on. I assume Passion Trill is the name of the original scientist. Yes. An elf of particularly unhinged nature. Lovely. He only survived by virtue of his skill. The Empire made it a practice to enslave and or eliminate the long-lived races. It's the reason we've only got a few Hardosh still present on the planet. Do that. Sorry, was that a question? Yeah. yeah. I didn't hear it. Oh, why did they do that? Because if you keep the long-lived races out of power, no one remembers what it was like before we crashed here. 
view crash here? It's only been a couple of hundred years, but yes, this this entire planet is populated by individuals from a few ships that crashed on this planet. Oh. And when the Empire came to power, they worked hard on eliminating anyone who would live long enough to remember that. Did it work? There are still some Kardash around, so not quite. But for the most part, yes. I can count the number of elves in Kardash that are still known to be alive on this planet in the matter of dozens. Hopefully that'll change soon. Well, Kindle leans in to to uh, uh, Vrush. Which direction? <laughs> Hopefully up. He points with his trunk. <laughs> then reaches over, grabs his mug again, and takes another drink. Well, this is all delightful conversation to take before taking a rest, but... I'm sure some of us could use some time. Uh, do you have a... You said you have computers up. Do you have communicators ready? Working? We have a Galnet hook. You should be able to access the galactic network from anywhere within the city. There's more so that we can reach out to you when we're ready to look into the palace a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes, you should be able to reach us. Very well. We'll reach out when we're ready. There's a, just a like just a nod my head towards Marcus. You may wish to go before they decide to escalate beyond the nasty glares. I'm here to keep him safe, Lord General says. The Adano says. Besides, he could use some humility. Can't we all? Um, for the next few days, uh, I'll, there are any shops you would recommend if we're going to be delving into the, these underground tunnels to better prepare ourselves? Our military surplus has largely been sent out to the rest of the of the planet in order to be used as supplies to allow the individuals from other cities to protect themselves to the same degree that we protect ourselves. At the moment, we're just integrating the galactic currency as an accepted one within the realms of the of the capital city. You won't be able to spend it much outside the capital until everything has been properly set up. But <clears throat> there are a couple of military surplus stores that have been opened within the city, where you might be able to buy some of our helmets, which will help with the darkness. Well, thank you. Uh, But any shops in general, just raw materials, anything like that, this one likes to put stuff together. 
Absolutely. <laughs> we do have a variety of scrap yards and general workshops that you'd be able to purchase materials from. That'll be useful. Actually, does anybody in this party not have dark vision? Yo. Okay. All uh, the birds but, and yeah. the and the fairy. The birds and, and the, the elephant. These I don't I don't think I have them. Nope. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Huh. For some reason I thought so everyone a lot had of dark us vision. Only... No. I, I, I can I can light up. That's the it's just so. you and Kendall. Yeah, you and Kendall are the only two that have dark vision, I think. Uh-huh. We I'm gonna Huzzah. have to buy a flashlight for my gun. Yeah, we we are we're 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 torch bees, we're not night vision bees. <laughs> well that uh, that might make me pick a different uh, gadget for my level two and level three gadgeteer levels. <laughs> Hey, I put this on your face. Why? It'll help you see. <laughs> but yes, you can you can buy the dark vision helmets that the Nocturnin troopers use for fifty gold. All right, that basically goggles of night, essentially. Okay, technological goggles of night, and they make you look real cool. Gideon can't wear it because his face is a bird. <laughs> well, they can they can be adjusted for you, but. They're slightly different. Um, they provide they're because they're technological. They don't just work exactly like dog like goggles at night. Um, you can treat. You've essentially got dark vision to a range of uh, sixty feet, um, but it has um, the. If you're outside thirty feet, it's still at disadvantage on perceptive checks. Okay. And they look like this. And they look like the helmets on the tokens that are currently still on the map. I mean, yeah, Mm -hmm. but this is just an image of the helmet. So you can see which parts are helmet and which parts are not person. All right, well, rest, stock up, and we'll go explore the palace on the morrow, or later today, after you all rest. I don't know how, I don't know what time it is. We've got space lag. Hey, yeah, how does it, how does this compare to galactic standard time or whatever you use on the ship? Um, for galactic standard time, the days are going to be um, significantly shorter. Okay, but I, I mean, just, just okay, so there's a whole, not only jet lag, but also, like, clock lag as we get used to a different length of day. But sort of for us, is it nighttime? Is it early in the day for us? Uh, for you guys, it would probably be, like, uh, approaching the evening, but at the same time, it looks like it's still, like, as day as it gets right now. Okay, fair. Thanks. Galactic Standard Time uses a 24-hour clock. You're pretty certain this planet would have... Its days would probably only be about 20 hours. Oh, I see. Okay. (laughs) All right, cool. Thank you. John is still adding more and more to that morning rant. But yeah. 
Um, There's no more to be added. <laughs> Literally. With that. Unless you change color. Yeah. But with that, um, with everyone preparing to set down for the night and take a rest and potentially explore the city, get some shopping done before you go diving into the dungeons of my black despair. Uh, that's where we're going to end for the week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.